Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Off the Vine. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. Today, I am sitting down with someone who shares one of my absolute biggest passions in life. She just (laughs) cheers me. (laughs) That's right. I'm talking about wine. She also happens to be a Canadian from Victoria, B.C., to be exact, and now lives right here in Nashville, where she writes and releases country music that centers on everything from feeling confident as a woman to all things we love about wine. In fact, you may have seen her recent music video co-starring my very own spade and sparrows baby she's come a long way during her time in nashville from being an independent artist to singing with oh singing signing caitlin reed with a major (laughs) label and hitting one million streams on her single good time being a woman i can't wait to see what she does next and maybe have my wine and more music videos i think it's the ultimate star it should be like always like in the back somehow like just a constant branding piece yeah like like, spade and sparrow yeah Yeah. like it's like your little thing and people always look for it um please welcome to the podcast emily reed yay cheers by the way cheers oh this is so nice i love that you've already tried my wine and you liked it and i liked it it's so cool that it was in your music video like and i was so excited how often it was in your music video i'm like oh she's there she's like in every shot it was essentially like she was she was the leading lady i mean she was the leading lady we went on a full date we did tons of activities together we went to the movie theater we went on a picnic yep you had a little date you're talking to her i know yeah it was really cute and it like kind of resembles real life really like wine has never let me down never Never. No, never. I was trying to think. I'm like, even like in times where like I shouldn't have that glass of wine, it never disappoints. Never disappoints. Mm-mm. And every time you're like, should I have another? You're going to have another. Yeah. It just I, has my back. Always has your back. Yes. Yeah. You're so right. Yes. And, like, that's why I call it a her because I feel like she's a friend. She's a friend. Yeah. Sometimes could be a he. But, yeah, sure. Sure. But I do feel like she just... She's just the she's just the one for me. And sometimes she doesn't have to identify what she, she can be or whatever he or, she yeah. She can be whatever she wants. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I'm so excited to to be able to sit down with you and for the first time we've I've been excited to sit down and talk to you cuz I'm like too. I'm like a little firecracker who's cute, <laughs> likes wine and is Canadian. My girl. Are we the same person? We might from be. From BC? Yeah, like, we really might be. So, somewhere in the lineage. It's, it's like I wonder similar. if we have mutual friends. I bet we do. Um how old are you? 28. Okay. How old are you? 34. Okay. Um, do you know Trevor Partlow? No. Okay. That's like the only person <laughs> from Victoria I know. What about like Shayna Thao? No. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. Those are like the only two I could think of. Really on a run there in a... Yeah. Okay, just kidding. That's I always make fun of people who like they're from the States and they know one person in Canada. In Canada I know. And they go, oh, you're from Canada. You know Mike? I'm like... Um, like, really? Dude, there's 33 million people in Canada. Yeah. There's no. There's a lot of mics. Yeah. There's, <laughs> my dad's a mic. There's my a lot of mics. Yeah. What? Your dad's a mic too? My dad's a mic too. What's your mom's name? Mary. Oh, Leslie. <laughs> that would get weird. That would get weird. Mike and Mary. I love it. Uh, hey, Vinos. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute. But first, I want to tell you about a new game I've been 
pretty obsessed with lately. You know, I always love to have my phone with me everywhere I go, but actually, though, never leaves my sight. Kind of a problem. I'm keeping track of my schedule, my emails, friends and family, but then there comes a time when I just need to get away from all the business of life and take a little break. I'm going to share with you a little secret because when I have downtime and I want a minute to myself, I grab my phone for a quick game of Best Fiends. Best Fiends is a fun, casual puzzle designed for everyone, but made for adults like me. And if you guys follow my Instagram stories, you know I'm a big puzzle guy. The characters are colorful and fun, and the puzzles are challenging, but I have to tell you my absolute favorite part is that I get to connect with my friends on Facebook to see what level they're on. I'm competitive like that. <laughs> Best Fiends is always updating the game with all kinds of new puzzles and player events, so it never gets old and the game is super easy to get into. Best Fiends doesn't require an internet connection to play, so while I'm in the airport, on the plane, on the go in an Uber, or even in between meetings, I can play a quick game and get my Best Fiends fix. Play Best Fiends and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Best Fiends is a five-star rated mobile game, so you can download for free on the Apple App Store and Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. So I saw that you describe your music as bold, energetic, and indie fun cool. Yes. So tell me more about what people can expect when they listen to your music and how you want people to feel when they listen. What a great question. So I feel like my music is very much... Uh, we're going all the way up. Mm. I feel like if I was a drug, I'm an amphetamine. Like Ooh. I just want to make the world a more joyful, yeah. pumped up, positive place. I love it. I do get sad sometimes and have some sad songs. Yeah. But in a show, I just want people to go, Whoa! Yeah, just all the way up. All the way up. Yeah. I want to wear little crop tops and yeah. just shake my booty a little. And Oh my God, you are me. <laughs> I'm like, I love getting turned wearing crop tops and, and shaking my booty. That's just what I love to do. Yeah. hundred percent. And for so long I made music that was, you know, I liked it and I identified with it, but I feel like as I've kind of gotten more comfortable in my own skin, yeah. I'm just loving more sharing a more positive, uplifting message. Let me guess. It happened at the age of 27. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. All of a sudden you cross that threshold where you're like, I don't know if I give a Yep. What anyone thinks about me anymore. You can swear on this podcast. Okay, way, great. Yeah. I don't know if I give a shit what people yeah. think about me anymore. Yeah. And it's such a relief. Yeah. And you still like, you give a shit about the right people. Yeah. And what they think about of you. Of course. But you you start letting go of the people who don't matter. A hundred percent. And I feel yeah. like music or, I mean, in any career, mm-hmm. you're so looking for other people's approval all yes. of the time when really the way you win the biggest is if you just yourself and people say that all the time yeah and I, I don't know why it's such a hard concept but people tell you that all the time the people that have experienced it and the successful yeah. ones and they're like the second that I you know like got rid of negative energy and the second I believed in myself and the second I got to know myself that's when certain things started really falling into place for me a hundred percent a hundred percent because I think that confidence people everybody wants to feel that way yeah so it took me a long time to figure that out. And I'm still just well, on the precipice course. of figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. You'll, I mean, I think we all figure it out for the rest of our lives. 100%. It just gets easier and better. And sometimes you go through hard times, but you yeah. you figure it out and you deal with things better the older you get. I think so. You have better coping skills. Uh, and, and you couldn't pay me. I'm so grateful for my early 20s, but I don't. Need, there's no cash bag of money yeah. you could give me to go back and re-experience all that Jason shit. Jason said the other night, he was like, ah, oh, to be 21 again. I was like, no. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I would never want to go back to being 21. I was nope. the most lost human being on the planet and didn't even know how lost I was. Oh, no. Like, I thought I was killing it. But you probably were at the time. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a piece of shit. Yeah, I was a, I was a complete degenerate. Yeah, like, just too. so lost. I, I was 
selfish. Yep. I mean, which is that can be a good thing, but yeah. I was selfish in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I didn't care that I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, that's fine too because that yeah, obviously if you don't uh, learn through that, right. then you don't become who you are. But that's exactly right. Yeah, like twenty five. Before 25, I'm like, let's just black that out. Yep. Let's delete it from Never the internet. Happened. Sayonara. Have a nice life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Good riddance. Good riddance. Good riddance. Yeah. That's so what do you think um, was the biggest challenge in your 20s um, to, to get you to where you are today? You know, I think like I've always been a big dreamer and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to make music happen so badly. And I think when I was clinging to it for the wrong reasons, uh-huh. because I was so desperate yep. to make yep. it all happen. And it was really like, well, you're just going to keep failing if you yeah. keep doing it like this. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And, but yet kept waking up every day being like, my dreams are still, I still got to make them happen. Right. And then, and then when I started doing it for me, it all just felt a lot better. Okay. You know? You, when you did it for you. When I did it for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's that. a dream. It's not like anyone's, no one is, no one is forcing me out the door to go right. do these kinds of things. It's like, no, you really got to love it and yeah. own it for yourself. And have you always loved music since you were little? Dude, I don't remember a day when I didn't see like a stage on my horizon. Like oh, I love when it. I was three or four, I used to sit at the piano and I would like write little lyrics on a piece of construction paper and I'd yeah. fold them and I'd put them in a bookshelf and my dad would find them and he'd read them and go, "Em, these are really good. Like you really? should keep this up. And it was just always how I've expressed myself was writing songs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was always just really pure and anything that would happen in my life, boys or family or divorce or whatever. Yeah. It's how I process life. You wrote everything wrote down and made it into a song? Down. Yeah. Do you write journals too and stuff, or do you just write it into music? I'm a big journal guy, okay. But I'm big also journal big journal guy, but also like think of an idea, hear a song, hear a melody, and just express myself. And I th- wish I could do that. I'm sure you can. Well, I'm I like writing things down, and yeah. and I like looking back on after like like I like keeping things that I've written down and looking back on them. I don't do it enough. Yeah. And I I mean I have friends in the songwriting circle here, and I've written songs, and I I love I need to do- hear these songs. Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> um, and I love 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 doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's just more of like. I don't know how to put it into a song. I'm I can write down feelings and yeah. express myself yeah. through words, but I need other songwriters to help me put that into a song. But isn't that the the beautiful part of co-writing though? Is yes. you can come with your feelings and your ideas and then someone else can jump in and help you with the melody or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. I love just sitting down with people and and it's like it feels like such a safe place in a songwriting session. Yeah. Like it feels like I can t- talk to people about my feelings and what I've been through, and they like songwriters see it as like a beautiful story, no matter how it is. It's so true. And then I just I always feel so liberated after I come <laughs> out of a session. Like I dread it because I'm like, am I like, do I know what I'm doing? Am I going to add value to this session or to you know? And then I come out of it being like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. I, but I feel I still feel mad anxiety, especially if I don't oh, know totally. them or I'm nervous. Like, yeah. how's this going to go? Yeah. And then the second people get vulnerable, I'm like, mm. you become a bit of a vulnerability junkie where you're like, yep. tell me how you feel. Oh, I know. <laughs> tell me how you feel. Tell me your feelings. I'm totally the same way. Oh, I, yeah. I am a vulnerability junkie. Because it just feels so good to share yeah. your truth and then hearing other people share it. And that's why the songwriting community is so beautiful. Yeah. Because it's a bunch of people who are like. Give me that heart, girl. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, everybody's about their feelings. That's why I yeah. feel so lucky just because my boyfriend is the same way, which yeah. I've never really had that in my life until him. Yeah. And it's like, I can't believe how much anxi- uh, anxiety is like gone in my life wow. just from be able- being able to talk to somebody else who's vulnerable and who 100%. understands and listens and talks about their insecurities and feelings and like, it's the healthiest thing in the world. And the more people that realize that talking about things like the world will be a better place absolutely. when we can all share our feelings. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Because it was, I mean, you know, that's come a long way since. I mean, when our parents were young and stuff, like you did not. Everybody was happy. <laughs> bottle it up. You bottle it Shut up. It down. Yep. Yeah. Sweep it under <laughs> the rug. Yeah. yeah. And you just everybody's happy, go lucky, yeah. perfect, and then you know that's just never going to work for anybody. It's not. No. And I feel like too when I started going to therapy, that's when my whole Same. life started to change. Same. Because I was like, man, I got a lot of anxiety. I got a lot of weird feelings. And then as I've been able to share them, yeah. I just feel like a light. I feel so much lighter. Yeah, absolutely. And the That's... relationships around you start to change. Your family yes. like at first is like a little bit suspicious yep. about the therapy yep. and threatened by the therapy. Right. And now they're like, we love Emily again. <laughs> I know. That happened to me when I was yeah. just so lost in life. I started going to therapy and everyone was, my family and friends were telling me like, Caitlin, we don't even know who you are anymore. Like, really? I was a lost soul at one point in my life. Yes. Wow. From a breakup. Like, dude, but that'll spiral you if you have identity oh, in that relationship and... But that's what the problem was. I lost my identity 100%. in the relationship. Yeah. And I think it's like a feeling of when you go through breakup, you know, it's it's loss. Yeah. And it's loss. But the, that person's still out there living. I know. And you just wish they were. And you're like, not. I'm like, yeah. I just wish you like disappeared. Like, I still want. Well, like, I, I don't want you to die, but I want you out of like the world. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, just go live on Mars <laughs> yeah, and never really date far anyone that yeah. I could see on Instagram. Yeah. OK, thanks. A hundred percent. And I feel like. That first, that the first big breakup, half of it is falling back in love with yourself. Oh, because you just lose everything you are. Do you? Ooh. Are you able to look at situations um, when bad things happen or or heartbreaking things, or are you able to see it as, oh, this is going to be a good song, or is? Yeah, yeah. It's you kind. It's a bit sadistic where yeah. you're like friends are going through stuff and they'll say something and you're like, I hate this, but that's gonna be a beautiful song. Yeah. And when you're in, in like a terrible turmoil time of your life, you're like, but at least the music is gonna be interesting. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Carly Pierce wrote that song every, every little, little thing. Yeah, yeah. And and then when she won that award for it, she like thanked her ex. <laughs> so badass. Oh, it was the best because it like got her this hit song. I still get goosebumps every time. Yeah. And now she's written a song called "I Hope You're Happy Now." <gasps> yeah, I, I haven't heard it yet. I. I haven't yet either. I just have been seen on her Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know her voice is so powerful. So powerful. And so when I know that she's writing the song, like she genuinely hopes this person is happy now. I just thought that was such a That's beautiful, beautiful thing. That is so beautiful. Good like, girl. There's so many things we can write about. And I just, I think it's so cool that you've just chased this dream for so long. <sighs> and and like, how long have you been in Nashville now? I've been in Nashville eight years. You have? Yes. Amazing. So I grew up in Victoria and I moved to Nashville and I was, I guess, 17 yeah here for four years and then i moved to toronto for a couple oh did you you moved here for college didn't you I, yeah went yeah. to college here and then obviously got kicked out because <laughs> of the v's you know they were oh, like yeah, bye sign our have a nice life yeah, 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 yeah so i was like where in canada could i pursue music so i moved to toronto yes and then i signed a publishing deal in 2013 and moved back down Oh, amazing. So it's been a great... I love Nashville. Nashville does really, really feel like home to me. I love Nashville, too. It's a great city. There's so many cool people and talented people. There's a lot of douchebags. A lot of douchebags. Yeah, but a lot of really great people, <laughs> I too. I think net positive. More non-douchebags than douchebags. Totally. Yeah. I just like... I guess it's all about where you hang out. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't like gone out out and in the scene for a long time. Yeah. And I did this weekend, and it just reminded me of like all the terrible people Dude. and why I don't go to these places. And also, I went out this weekend, and I was like... If I let myself, I could become a full-blown raging alcoholic. Oh, absolutely. Like the down- It's a lifestyle. Yeah. We had friends in town and yeah. went to the honky-tonks. Yeah. And I was like, it's 5 p.m. And I am wasted. wasted. <laughs> That's the problem. That's We keep having friends and family and people coming to town. And what does everybody you want have to do to show when they them, come to Nashville? You have to show them the honky-tonks. The yeah. honky-tonks. And then you just get lit up oh my God. at uh, any time of the day. Any and time it's of the acceptable. Day. 100%. That's- 
we did that all weekend too. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm finally learning the lesson of pacing though, where you're like, mm. don't stay at one. If the band's rocking, yeah. stay like for maybe four or five songs and yeah. then you need to keep- Switch locations. You need to get step in. You need to keep that heart rate up. I agree. <laughs> I could be feeling like I'm like, uh-oh, I'm, I'm about a seven out of 10 right now. And then all you need is a little walk around the block, little go to walk. another place, a little change of pace. Yep. And then you're good to go again. And then you're good to go again. Tequila shots. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one too many of those this weekend. Yeah, as did I. Where did you go? We went to. Okay, started at. I love FGL House. Oh, me too. I the do. music is great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Love FGL House. And then we went to Honky Tonk Central. Yeah, of course. Then we went to Old Red. Yeah. Then we went to Roberts. Yeah. Then we went to Tootsie's. Oh. All and the then spots. we went to Clyde's on Church, which is like a ping pong bar. And what? we were playing ping pong just like so. Okay, I need to add that one to my list. Clyde's, Clyde's. is banging. I really? Love, yeah, it's amazing. I love Clyde's. I love anywhere that has games. Me too. Like shuffleboard. Kung, Kung Fu. I like because I they have haven't... skee-ball. I love skee-ball. Skee-ball's great. Jason always makes fun of me because I only go for the hundreds. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why don't you go just like me. add up? It's right there. I'm like, nope, hundred. And I have this like technique where I like, I almost hit the hundred every time. Do you really? Yeah, I'm good. That's super impressive. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Thank you. I know. I crush ski ball. That's so funny. But yeah, you, I, I mean, being here for eight years as well, you're probably like over that scene. But it's fun to, once in a while. Once in a while. Once every few months when a friend comes to town. And my dad, he loves Tootsies. I'm talking yes. he goes by himself oh, I love when it. he comes. And he'll send me texts that say, Em, I'm officially part of the honky tonk family. And I'm Aww. like, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I think it's just because he tipped them 20 bucks to play Devil Went Down in Georgia. And he's like, I belong here now. <laughs> I'm like, this is my family. This, yeah, this is my is, home now. Yeah, I belong yeah. here. And I'm like, Ted, you can go by yourself. <laughs> that's so it. funny. <laughs> yeah. I love that. My dad loves it here too. My dad, uh, my dad's dad was a musician. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's badass. And so my dad, that's, my dad and I like bond over music. Like we always, if anytime he's here, we go listen to live music. He always shows me, he's so cute. He always wants to pull up YouTube videos of like his new favorite song and we like watch it and he, he just he loves music oh that's so sweet yeah yeah so we do a lot he actually came um which this is so fascinating but um i went through a really obviously public breakup from being on the show and um i had my dad fly down to be with me because he's just a very comforting human being and i was just like not well and um i was like you know i just i want i don't want to sit in bed and cry i want to go do things and i want to get stuff done so that he came down and the day that then the people announcement came out that we broke up. I was in a studio recording a song and my dad was there with me and he just stood in a corner, like taking so many photos So proud! and he was so proud of me. And then we went and I interviewed Kane Brown for my podcast. And my dad was like, good for you. You know, you could have just stayed in bed and blah, 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 but you got out there. And I honestly broke down at least five times. Like I'd be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom for a sec. I'll be right back. I go to the bathroom just like, and then I just pick myself back up and go back in and Oh, get, but having your dad there to have yeah. your back, that's so, so beautiful. Yeah. Daddy, daughter, heartbreak boot camp. Just uh, like, oh, my, my dad has done that every time. Really? Every, he, I like, I'll call him. It's ended. Yep. He's on a plane. Isn't that so sweet to have hey, that I relationship I don't know why they do that. I'm like, because you're their little girl. I know. Do you have brothers or sisters? I have all brothers. Oh, you do? Oh, that, Three and then there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just the little girl. Oh, you're the, like the little the princess. Little princess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's another reason you're probably so cool. Oh, <laughs> I feel like girls who have brothers are always like chill. But it's also because you got the ever living shit beat out of you as a kid. Yeah, you, you got just teased, roughed up. Oh my! Yeah. They were so. God love them now, and they have apologized for their behavior. But it was like, yeah. I and I had really big teeth. Oh, oh I me still too. do. Me too. But I hadn't grown into my head yet. Yeah, my face or whatever. Yeah. 
and I would eat food at the dinner table and every night it was the Jaws theme song. Donna, Donna, <gasps> Donna, until I cried and left. And this happened for oh, years. That's so sad. I hate them, but I love them so much of now. Of course. My <laughs> mama grew up with three brothers. Did she really? And she used to have to spit on her own food so that they didn't eat it off her plate. <sighs> Why are brothers so nasty? They're so nasty. But they like really like build your character. Dude, you just have to become so tough because your own home is like a war zone. And you're like, Ugh. That's so true. You just got to survive. You have to survive. <laughs> and they all ate a lot of food. So it was like, I always wanted to have my own. So we'd go for sushi and I wanted my own bento box yeah. because then they couldn't, we couldn't share. Yeah. But then they made fun of me for loving bento boxes. And I was like... <laughs> They just Sue found me. anything <laughs> yeah. that you did that to make suck it up in your bento boxes. I'm like, but I love it. <laughs> it was awful. I had one sister and what? You have a sister? Yeah. Oh, are yeah. you guys close? Oh yeah, really yeah. close. Love. Yeah. I just she and she we have very similar personalities and she's hilarious and I kind of feel like she had like brother energy growing oh, up. I love that. Yeah, like she, we weren't we never played with Barbies. Um. We played with dolls. We we had dolls, but like we wanted to like take care of them like they were children. Like we we didn't play with <laughs> Barbies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. But we weren't really like yeah. I mean, we dressed girly girly, but we weren't. Were you more of a tomboy from having brothers, or were you girly? I was. I think kind of in the middle. I yeah. feel now not very girly, but I still I like like hanging with my girls. Yeah. But I always feel like the least good one at makeup or hair or any of that stuff yeah. i'm like can somebody help me oh really when you yeah. came in i was like oh she's got cute hair and makeup oh you're so sweet <laughs> thank you maybe it was the crop top maybe i was like yes honey i always work in a crop work yes <laughs> hello okay so finding time in our busy lives to work out is impossible and not all of us can afford those fancy 40 dollars studio classes plus the time it takes to drive there park etc or buying a thousand dollar treadmills enter obey it stands for Our Body Electric. Cool, right? So just for $27 a month, again, I'm going to repeat that just so you get it in there. $27 a month. That's three coffees. You get unlimited access to the best instructors New York City has to offer. The streaming fitness service offers 14 live classes a day and over 2,500 on-demand boutique fitness classes. So Obey's workouts are just 28 minutes. You can take Pilates, Sculpt, Hit, resistant band classes, dance cardio, my personal favorite, yoga, power, legs, butt. Plus, if you're super busy, then they have 10-minute express classes, so you have no excuses not to get your workout in. I was talking to my girlfriend, Kelty, who also does this. You know her from the Lady Gang. She told me about Peter's dance class, and she said he's the RuPaul of like the online fitness world. And I said, um, say no more. So I like his classes best. You can log in from your phone or laptop from anywhere. The instructors get to know you and the community will keep you motivated. Actually, you know what? Peter reached out to me on Instagram and thanked me for taking his class, which was really sweet. Sign up for your free trial at www.obeyfitness.com. That's O-B-E fitness.com. And use the code off the vine for your first month free. Once you join the Obey family, I promise you will never leave. And I'm in there with you. That's obefitness.com and use code off the vine again, obefitness.com. Use code off the vine. Um, and then when did you make the leap from being interested in the music industry to actually dedicating your like life to pursuing it? So that's a great question. So I started when I started, when I moved back to Toronto, mm -hmm. I started writing for Disney, like for like spot placements and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And I got this like um, season series finale duet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, you can make money at this. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like bartending, dog walking, hostessing, doing anything I could to make ends meet. Right. And then slowly but surely, 
I was like, got really into the writing world. And then I made a little EP mm-hmm. and I released it. And the Canadian Country Music Association at the time did like a discovery program for new artists. Oh, cool. And I got in and I met everyone and I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. Yeah. And I wanted to more be an artist than a writer. How old were you at this point? I think I was like 19, 18, okay. 19. Okay. Um, yeah. And then obviously it's taken me like 10 years to get to where I am now. Well, that's <laughs> a lot of failing. A yeah, lot but that's, of failing. That's how you get that's how you get to to success if if you think about it and I always talk about it this way is all your failures aren't really failures. No, just stepping stones. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time they feel like of course. <laughs> that's probably the hot hardest. Death. You know, rejection is not easy for anyone. <sighs> being told no, Sucks. being told you're not good enough. Oh yeah. I feel like music industry can be really cutthroat too with like even your looks or what 100%. your style is or like your lifestyle and like you have to fit this mold and and I think that's changing now. Yeah. But it was probably in your last, you know. 100%. Yeah. And I I'd say even like I hate to harp on this, but even as a woman, I feel like they're extra oh, critical abs- of absolutely. your body yep. and your you age. Know, your age, yeah. all the stuff that is completely irrelevant. Right. So the music you're making. Yeah. But people just love to find little things and oh, just criticize you. Oh, I know. All the time. I mean, I guess that's every industry. It's I know. just like, I feel like when you're a performer or an entertainer and you're like a vision, you also have to look a certain way, which I is know. so it's sad. So sad. Yeah. And it's... then the trolls on the internet. Oh, they'll get you. Oh, they'll get you. Yeah. I had one uh, the other day, or I played this show. And someone was like, um, "Her her music's not very good, but at least she's at least she's kind of good looking." And I was like, "Go eat a bag of poo." <laughs> yeah, go suck a bag of go dicks. suck a bag of dicks. Sunny. That's yeah. so rude. They're just rude. They just sit, like so empowered, sitting behind their computers. Of course, and it's like you've got this talent and a passion that you're like going after in your life, and people just want to crush your dreams. Why do they? Because they're so mad that they didn't follow their dreams. Hundred percent. They're so mad. And you're thriving. Yeah. <laughs> they hurt people, hurt, hurt people. 100%. And and happy. Like, I just love when there's like, I mean, wi- women or men. I just love when other people like champion others. Like, Me too. You know, yeah. you're doing what I would love to do. Good for you. you yeah. like, I wish I could have done that. That yeah. would be a proper way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice if yeah. there was just a little more love? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to get better or worse in this in our lifetime, but I I mean, I'm there's hope. There's hope. And all you can do is control your own yeah. body and self. I always laughed because just the <laughs> other day, actually, somebody wrote some really nasty comments on my picture like what do they say oh let's probably not even repeating but no it's funny it's funny (laughs) well here's not even her thing is i find it funny to to read some of these some of them hurt but some of them i can really laugh at which kind sting like what gets you um if anyone comments on my weight just because i've been teased for being so skinny my whole life and when people tell me i look ill or sick it really gets to me um which is rude. Though. It's just so. It's so. Yeah. Rude. I used to get teased so badly, and like people, all these guys would always tell me I'd be hot if I wasn't so scrawny, and that they could use me for their dog's throwing stick. What? And, yeah, I always Kaylin, got. Te- that's awful. I know. Okay, so here's the here's the comment. Ew, you are so trashy. I could never figure out how Sean could date someone who publicly had sex, but but said they loved him. Just like the next guy after Sean, you're deeply in love with, and just like in love, but like no one else before on Bachelorette. Like she's not even making sense. Um, <laughs> this is a full run-on sentence. Like, what do you even do besides being drunk? <gasps> yeah, and then people were backing her up. Are you so usually usually my followers, which all they did, they I mean, there's like like, screw you. I'm like trying to get through all the comments of people 
being like, you are so pathetic. But then this girl goes, yeah, she's 35 and still trying to be 18 and cool. She's trying way too hard. Um, are you? S- and then they go, I know. It's weird. Like, she has this cult following over scrunchies. Like, people are amazed with her, but she's odd. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then and she's just, like, going off, calling me, like, trashy and pathetic and... um. <laughs> Did you hop in there and call her out? No. So then everyone <laughs> no. else, Jason was like, why don't you delete that, block that person? I'm like, yeah, right. She's like, she's getting my, um, my, the, my interactions yeah. up. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, she follows me. I don't want to block her. That's an extra follower. Heck yeah. Follower is like, you know, <laughs> it's great. Let her bitch at me on Instagram because in 10 years, I won't have haters. No. <laughs> I'll be out of the biz. You yeah, know, like, be out let, of the biz. Sayonara to the let biz. Let me have my moment where I'm like, I, you know, I'm at a point where I have haters. I, I, let's <laughs> celebrate the haters. <laughs> so, and they're all like, you know, their names like CK8124. Three, four, right. like with like a hundred followers. They're nobody. Like, yeah, they're like, nobody. Yeah. So also, it's... if they can't appreciate a good scrunchie, I have no time for them. No time. No time. I'm like a cult following. No, it's a bunch of women passionate about scrunchies. Back off. Back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Do you get? Do you get a lot of haters? Well, I'm not. I'm like still on the come up. Yeah. And just, just no. Can I give you advice? Please. When you get haters, just feel like you've made it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Just know that like... I'm going to wear a shirt that says that. I have haters, therefore I've made it. Yes. Yes. But I do feel... I've never... Like that one comment about her music sucks, but at least she's kind of good looking. I was like, you know what? You're like... Yeah. And you're like... I, you're right. I am cute. Or I get a lot of. Or there was another show I played, and it was like Emily Reed. Who? Who is this girl? Who? 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 Why? This is just a terrible idea. And you're like, one day you will regret that. People do that to everybody. I always look at uh, like people and Us Weekly and all their Instagrams. No matter who is up there, the first nastiest comments are who. And you're like, well, obviously some people know them if they're on People. You dumbass. Joy. Joy. It's so weird. Like people. It's like their favorite thing to do is put who? No one cares. It's like, well, then why are you following this account you that ob- always puts up people from anywhere from reality world to the music world to like huge stars just because they're not Brad Pitt? You don't have to go who? Google them, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> obviously care. Yeah. If you care enough to go who, you care. Yeah, you care a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. Happens all the time. Bachelor people. It's always like who? Like, okay. They're from the bachelor world. Like a lot of people do know, but it doesn't matter. Like, who are you? Exactly. And like the Bachelor world is, it's a pretty dope world. Oh. I stand. I am here for it. Yeah. We're all here for it. Like every year I try and say like, I I don't know if I can do it anymore. And then I'm like, Peter's going to be the Bachelor. Oh my gosh. And uh, Bachelor in Paradise. That's everybody's favorite. It's my guilty pledge. Yeah. I like look forward to it. And thankfully it's on twice a week. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'll drink my Spain Sparrows and I'm like, I am a part of the Bachelorette family. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. This you means are. a lot. To yeah. Me. You're on Off the Vine podcast, drinking Spade and Sparrows, watching Bachelor in Paradise. You're in. <laughs> I'm in. You are hashtag Bachelor I, family. I, I matter now. <laughs> you're Bachelor Nation. <gasps> I'm Bachelor Nation. Oh my God. I've loved it forever. And and guess what? Part of being Bachelor Nation, then you can have those followers and fans with your music. And there, I mean, there's a lot of assholes, but there are a lot of loyal, very great people who are in the Bachelor Nation world. And they just love it. Because you. you how can you not? Yeah. You're watching these people fumble and also thrive. And it, which is so relatable. It's so relatable. You're watching them do all of what you would do in real life on TV. Oh, and I just think for you, like the fact that you got to date all those dudes at once. Yeah. It sounds great. It wasn't. 
It was fun for like the first two weeks. And then I was like, oh my God, guys have more drama than girls. It was, it was just overwhelming, eh? Because there were so many of them. Oh, you said A. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm at home. We are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like fun for a while. And then you're just constantly hurting people's feelings. And that's tough to let a bunch of people down. Always. I always say, though, I'm like, if, if my boyfriend and I ever broke up, which I just pray to the sweet, sweet Lord, I just right. love him so much. It, oh God. it oh. has to work out. It has oh. to work out. But if I was ever single again. You'd go on The Bachelor. Well, or I'd want to live my life that way. Yeah. I would just want to be like, let's just date everybody yeah. and see what happens. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad I did it for that reason where I'm like, like now I just, like even, the, was it last night? One of my girlfriends was talking about, no, 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 it was this guy. One of Jason's friends kissed one of my friends and it was like a thing and I was like oh my gosh how was it and he was like well it was really light out so it was weird and I didn't know if she was like into it and then now we're like trying to decide if we're going to talk and I was like "Ah, ah, ah, I'm so glad I'm not in that anymore (gasps) like it's always sounds so fun until you're in it and then you're like wait that's really awkward I know and then I feel like once you find the right person you're like oh yeah we'll be right back with more off the vine great therapy The advanced specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care developed groundbreaking minimally invasive techniques to treat fibroids, endometriosis, and other GYN conditions. In response to growing concerns over the coronavirus, CIGC now offers e-visits. We know GYN conditions don't stop affecting your life. CIGC wants to be here for you as you seek options to find relief from debilitating gynecologic symptoms such as abnormal bleeding and pelvic pain. With telemedicine options now available, book a Consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. That's InnovativeGYN.com or 888-SURGERY. All right, if you like my show, you're going to love The Hollywood Filter on Podcast One. Join Jessica Hall and Mel Lamprey as they peel back the filter and see what's really going on in Hollywood. From top L.A. beauty trends to events and celebrity goings-on, get a glimpse of the unfiltered Hollywood that you rarely see. You thought you knew L.A., but do you? Download the episodes of The Hollywood Filter every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This is Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tell me about your boyfriend. He is, oh, the gooeyest, sweetest dude ever. <gasps> oh, We've been together it. almost three years. Aww. He, um, He's a music Aww. producer. Amazing. The only thing bad about him is he lives in California. So we've been oh, doing it. We've been doing long distance for almost three years. Holy shit. But he is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. He's Aww. like, I feel very like, I'm like a woo yeah. tornado hurricane. Are you a Gemini? I'm a Virgo, but oh. it makes no sense. Okay, um, I'm like this. Yeah. And he is like... Well, people can't see you. Oh. He, <laughs> he is like cool as a cucumber. That's he us. Is, he's kind. He's mellow. Yeah. He's Level-headed. genuine. He's so in touch with his feelings. I love that. Oh. And he's just... Yeah, that's that's Jason. So... And I'm the same way as you. Peaks and valleys. <laughs> Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Yeah. Like roller coaster. Yeah. I, you wake up and you're not... 100 percent sure what you're gonna get it's usually totally. positive yes. i'm like very much a sunny side gal i'm always ready to rip good yeah. time gal yeah but when i dip i dip hard that is so me <laughs> yeah. jason said the other day um he was like you're kind of like a glass half empty kind of person and i was like <gasps> no i'm not i'm not no. and i said sometimes i can be about certain things and yes i might wake up on my period one day and definitely glass half oh. empty oh yeah World but, ends. but like <laughs> Three weeks out of the month, I'm like happy-go-lucky. 100%. Yeah. And I wasn't... Oh, and this is kind of rude to say, but I'm going to say it. I wasn't like that in my last relationship. You weren't, hey? No. Yeah. I was pretty... Um, I was on eggshells all the time, even for myself. Like, I just wasn't confident in the relationship. Yeah. I was scared. I was insecure. Yeah. I was like, didn't know what mood I was going to be in. Now I'm like, 
what are you talking about? I'm like really happy three I'm weeks my life, out of dog. the month. Yeah. And then in that like 1 PMS period week, like, yeah, I'm the devil. Yeah, but who isn't? No, we all are. You know, it's just like that period monster comes and I am, I'm out. Oh, oh you should. Okay, I praise Jason and I feel like your boyfriend would be the same yeah. way because he literally looked at me the other day and I was like, sorry, I'm like, it's that time. I'm yeah. so weird right now. And he goes, just tell me what I can do in the week that you have your period. Just tell me what I can do to make it better. Oh my god! And I was like, you sweet, sweet angel. Yeah. Just marry him. You know, yeah. you have to. I will. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Kyle used to, um, in the beginning of our relationship, when I'd get period, yeah. my period, he would send me like an Amazon Prime care package, <gasps> candles, you know, peanut like, butter, all my favorite shit. And I was just like. It goes such so a long far. way. Like it, it goes so far for that because you're sometimes all you need is a little candle and a bubble bath. That's all I need. And yeah. I, I still might feel emotional, but at least I'm going to feel more centered. I totally feel that. Yeah. It's so great when you have someone that can understand. Like, yes. and I'm like, does your, does your boyfriend have sisters? He doesn't, but he's Same. just, he's just in, he, I think he's got a really good mom. Yeah. And yes. they're really tight That's and Jason. she raised him so well. Yes. And he's right there in his heart. Like yep. so in touch with his feelings yep. more than any guy I've ever dated or even ever met really. Same He's so comfortable crying. So comfortable with his vulnerability. Like Jason cried last night at dinner because stop. <laughs> wait, wait, this is the funniest <laughs> reason. So I went to get my hair done a little while ago and I, um, this is really interesting, but so growing up, my mom um, put a lot of emphasis on her hair. Was she a hairstylist? Or? No, no, no. Okay. She was just like, um, <laughs> I think she just loved having girls and she grew up with three boys and I think right. she just like loved that kind of thing. Yeah. And so she was like the best mom ever, but she put a lot of emphasis on our hair. And I don't even think she realized she was doing it. Of course. And so we always had like very long, done hair, bows, the whole works <sighs> and matching hairstyles. And growing up, I wanted to like, well, I want to cut my hair. I want to do this. Or I want to bleach it. And she was just like devastated. Like anytime. Yes. Yeah. So for some reason that has stuck with me in my adult life where I am triggered by hair. And so I go to get my hair done and you could do the best job ever and I'll come home and cry. Oh. And so I came shit. home and Jason was like, oh my God, your hair looks amazing. And I was hyperventilating, <sighs> crying, saying, I feel ugly. I feel ugly. And I lay down on the bed and I was crying and he, but I was holding on to this little bag and he was like, well, what's in the bag? And I was like, well, well, my hairstylist like told me that the shampoo was a good shampoo. And, and then, and he was just trying to like sell me on the shampoo. So I wanted to help him. And, and then he just, so he was telling me that <laughs> last night at dinner, he got like choked up and his eyes started to water and he was like, it was just so pure and sweet that like you were crying so hard and you were so devastated about your hair but you still had this little brown paper bag in your hand with this shampoo and oh. conditioner that he told you to buy and you like still wanted to help him and like like oh. you just... <laughs> and he was crying about that. yeah he got so I emotional and him. i and then i was like oh my god i didn't even think about that he's like you're just he goes you're just so sweet that you wanted to make him happy like make him feel like he didn't yeah. do anything wrong so you like Bought him and bought the shampoo he suggested, yeah. even though you like couldn't wait to get out of there to like hyperventilate and cry. Oh my god! <laughs> but it's just so sad because I'm like, it's freaking hair. What am I? But doing? you know, you're, whatever happens along the way, we all get a little bit messed up. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think like weight. Yep. 
from your mom or your dad can yeah. always just become a bit of an issue. Yeah. However, they look at themselves, you start to look at yourself like that. Totally. And that's, it's just breaking down Especially those I grew up in um, a ballet studio. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. So it was just, I mean, I am no really luck. lucky for, I have, I have pretty, pretty good body positivity, that's self-esteem. So good. But it also took a lot of years of me working on that. 100%. Yeah. And making yeah. that active choice. Because yeah. most of the time it's like you look in the mirror and you're like, but I, I, I assume that's the same thing in the music industry, oh, you know, yeah. like everybody probably compares themselves 100%. and it's like, like, like we said earlier, you're being told like you should look a certain way. And the, the horrible, the T word, like I remember there was What's a couple times word? trainer when they're like, oh, you need to get a trainer. <gasps> they say that to you. That's happened twice. <gasps> but the second time I started oh working God, out with sick. this girl, Erin Aprea oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and she changed once I fell in love with working out like that, and we do all of these like hit routines, I walk a lot. I feel so much he- healthier. Do you know my relationship with her? No. Oh, we used to travel all the states together. Doing- no way. Yeah. Oh, with Sean. With, oh, with yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. She actually reached out recently to me and told me that she was just, she's like, you just look so happy you and do. you seem so happy. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. So she actually used to train me. And, Did you um, like it? Yes, because she is very empowering. So empowering. And she's about just like, you know, muscles are pretty and being strong is, is what's, uh, you know, yeah. important. And who cares about the other things? Like she is. Yeah, she's really good for that. She's so good for that and so good for your mental health. Because it was, yeah. you know, you like 80-20. Eat well and yeah. then you're going to slip up. Have a donut. Yeah. Hell yeah. She I loves love donuts. Them. She loves them. Me <laughs> yeah. too. Who doesn't? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. We used to uh, tour and do the City Strong no um, workouts with her. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Change, her very well. Changed my life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It feels good to yeah. feel good. Yeah. But then someone will start going like, well, Emily has, or you have apps now or you have this now and you're like, oh, I got to keep that up. I can't not. You oh, know what I mean? call you Emma? A- Emily. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or they'll look at me and go, oh, she's got abs now. And I'm like, oh, then I feel pressure to keep them up. But then, you know, you want to eat a full pizza. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I have been um, gaining weight in the last two, ah, well, let's say eight months because since I met Jason, <laughs> I feel like happiness just I does know. so many And don't you want to go out to eat together oh, all the time? I love it. Pasta. Oh. Bread. I was just saying on my last podcast, I, we went out for a pasta dinner last night and I came home and we ordered Chinese food. Are you, you are my literal human hero. <laughs> what kind of Chinese food did you get? Oh, we got fried like rice. lo mein, oh. fried rice, um, spring rolls, <gasps> and then like uh, like snow peas to feel a little bit better about ourselves. <laughs> but you probably, oh, just, yeah. just one snow pea. Just a couple snow peas. Yeah, just yeah. a little snow yeah. pea on top. Just to add some greens to oh the disgusting mess that we are. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was delicious. That's my dream night. Yeah. Dinner number one. Dinner number two. Yeah. Or that drive through Taco Bell on the way home. I do. I Postmates Taco Bell in my house all the all time. All the time. She's yeah. ready to crunch. Like just down the Do you know what I love is just a good, well, I don't eat meat. Okay. So I love a good black bean crunchy taco. They're amazing. With all of the toppings. Cheese. And so when they clean. bring it in, I add more. <laughs> I've got like, like I'll have a, um, a cutting board ready when the Taco Bell gets there. I've chopped up like uh, jalapenos, um, all the, all the work and to you just do that add. at home yeah oh my god yeah because Taco Bell kind of like cheaps out on the like they they're do. like oh let me put eight like little strings of lettuce on and then like a couple things of cheese and 100%. like maybe one tomato oh. so I just have it ready to load have you up. ever had the spicy potato soft taco yes it's unbelievable just had it the other day actually no, yeah girl yeah <laughs> I just um two days ago actually. What? Was it lunch, dinner, breakfast? Breakfast. 
I woke up in the morning after like um, a night out with Jason and his friend from New York and it was 11.02 and I messaged them. They were upstairs and I said, anybody want to put an order in for Taco Bell? And you postmated it to the house. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We need to hang out. That's my dream, hey? (laughs) Honestly, it's... I, I, it's living my best life when I or, when I wake up I don't have anything to do but order Taco Bell. That's just, like you're living your freaking dream. I really am. And yeah. Diet Pepsi is everything. Are you a Diet Pepsi gal? Yeah, wow. I know. That's, I'm I'm a minority minority. It's everybody likes Coke. Coke Coke Zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coke Zero is your yeah, thing. I like it. Mm. I don't drink it all the time, but I do like it. I'm. Is ramen in here? Yeah. Oh my god. Just. I just realized for two seconds I'm like, holy shit! Is the dog in here? And the not dog has been noise? patiently napping this good entire time. Boy. Oh, I know. he's just being a little angel, but yeah, he's I'm, such a good dog. I, I feel like um a lot of a lot of people are Coke. Is this the topic we're yeah, still Coke on? Yeah, Coke and Diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been like Diet Pepsi since I was little. My mom, my sister, my dad, and I would all get in their king size bed on Fridays and watch TGIF and have licorice popcorn and Diet Pepsi, and it was like. So I think it's probably nostalgic that's for me. That's so nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Oh my gosh, your family looks so amazing when you guys play all those card games together. And it's so like, fun. That, but that feels very Canadian to me. I don't know if you feel this way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know this, but I feel like most Canadian families, you get together and you play card games. Yeah. No, no it must be a thing. Um, or board games or whatever. And you drink and play. My last relationship was not about the games. Yeah. Jason's Buffalo. So he's kind of like an honorary, honorary Canadian. Canadian. His we'll family take it. is all about the card games <sighs> and games and board games yes. and everything. Yeah. It's, I'm like that, like that to me, all I need in life <laughs> Is wine, <laughs> wine, family, and like board games, Monopoly. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. literally okay. And friends. friends. And, okay, and a dog, and a dog. <laughs> but still, that's a great top five. Yeah. That's. Do you know what your enneagram number is? Three. You're a three. Yeah. What are you? I'm a seven. Which what is the seven? The enthusiast. That's Jason. Would, is he? Yeah. <gasps> three sevens have a great relationship dynamic. Yes. Yes. And my boyfriend's four. He's like more of an individualist, but he wings three. So we're like everyone's oh. in the same. We're ripping it. Oh yeah, that's the that's seven good vibes. is yeah. good vibes. So seven is, a three. is good. I actually love sevens. Um, <laughs> three. I'm like you can go into a very nasty place of the three. Well, I guess you everyone can. With all can. Numbers. Everyone can, can can go nasty. Um, but yes, I'm definitely. I'm definitely a three. Are you really? Yeah. I'm like an overachiever. Like that's, but that's great though. I think, I think like healthy threes, healthy, healthy threes are like, they change the world because they're so ambitious. Yes. And sevens are just right along. They're like, let's go. (laughs) You go girl. You guys do have good energy. Oh, can't help it. Like my second older brother is also a seven Uh and he literally has so much energy. He runs ultra marathons. Like Uh -uh. we both wake up in the morning and it's just like. Zoom. Have you ever seen that commercial with the um with the camel and he's walking through the office <laughs> no. and he's going, Mike, my Mike, 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 you ever know what day it is? It's hump day. And he's like all pumped that it's Wednesday. My mom, my mom and Jason have a handshake that like goes like this. And then they go, hump day. Because that is like this camel is Jason. So the camel's also you. Oh, I love the I'm gonna camel. I'm going to pull it up for you. Please. I feel like I resonate with that so much. I'm going to pull it up for you because you are the hump day camel. I feel like I'm a big water cooler guy. Like I love at my publishing company, there's like a water cooler and I would be happy to not write a song. and I would just want to sit there and do finger guns and just chum it up with everyone. Oh, at the company. I just love I love a chat. That's amazing. You, you know, are, you are Jason. <laughs> We're Jason. Okay, listen. <laughs> guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Oh, Mike, my Mike, God. Mike, Mike, Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? 
It's hump day. <laughs> Ronnie, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars? <laughs> I'd say happier than a camel on Wednesday. Hump day! <laughs> hump day! That is I'm you take, guys. I'm putting that into my vocabulary. I'm okay, good. <laughs> Just do it on, on Wednesdays. Be like, hump day! <laughs> I feel like we should talk about your debut single here oh, before we get like lost in, yes. in hump days. Um, so Good Time Being a Woman. Yes. Such a fun song. Thank you, thank you. What inspired you to write it? So this was a song that came... So I write like pretty often, five days a week. And this was, oh, wow. Good for this you. was one of those days where I was like, you know, I had been feeling pretty insecure mm-hmm. lately in that season of my life. Yep. And I was a little bit... The conversation about women on radio, I feel like it's getting tired. Like, totally. they don't play them. We get it. Yeah. And I was sitting in the room that day and I was like, I just want to feel good. Yeah. For me, yeah. I want to feel like it's a good time being a woman. Whether or not other people feel this way, mm-hmm. I need this for me. And I was like, I want it to feel like a Tears for Fears, like absolute bibbity bop. I want to roll the windows down and bibbity rip bop. it. Yeah. And then we wrote it in like three hours. And no afterwards, way. my boyfriend came in and he was like, I think this... I think this is a lot better than you think it is. And then we sat on it for a couple days and I was like, this is exactly, it it was a bold first single because being a woman, talking about being a woman, there was a guy. But that's what you gotta do. That's what you, you gotta make waves. When we did this radio tour, I probably shouldn't say this, but he, um, we played it for him and he literally had his feet on like Oh, I'm already over it. Yep. Feet on the desk and he goes, you know, I think it's just gonna alienate half my audience. <gasps> no, he didn't. Yeah, he's. I think it's just gonna. I think it's gonna alienate my male listeners. And I was like, huh. "What a stupid, stupid thing, thing to say. say!" I know, pissed, pissed me right off. Did but, you say anything? <sighs> I held it together. One time, I got up on a radio interview and I just walked the hell out. Did they, what did they say to you? Um, the, a lot of apologies, but uh, the, but the only problem is that radio people have a lot of also passionate listeners who get mad at. And I get you. it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And it well, was good for you. his his right to say that, but. So it was a bold first single, but wow. I just wanted to feel like it was a good time being a woman. And the greatest joy is yeah. now playing it back. And like young girls, old women, totally. everybody just, yeah. just fist up into it. Right, like, yes, right behind you. On Queens, it. Yeah. let's go. Yeah. So it's been great. Oh, I love that. See, and you know what? It What is a good song without a little controversy? A hundred percent. Yeah. If it never did anything, great. I right. just, I it, I needed to share it for me. So. Good for you. And then follow that up with Wine, yeah. the most important song. Oh, I can't exist. believe my wine got to like make her first like debut. And she, yeah, and she did such a good job. Oh my god! And I love that you love it. I love it so much. And then our we have another single coming out that's also about wine. And yeah. I got some flack where they were like, "You can't have two songs about wine." And I was like, "Do you know how many of these country boys have so many songs about beer and whiskey?" Totally. I'm gonna have as many songs about wine on my album as I so. Choose. You're like, you know what? Now I'm gonna make all of my songs about wine. <laughs> Just an album yeah. dedicated Test to me. my to my favorite juice test me <laughs> test me i will do it that's so funny um what would you say some of your favorite things about being a woman are oh, what a great question favorite things about being a woman girlfriends yes number they one totally understand you they it's all just, get behind they you. all get behind you yeah. and there's something about powerful women when you get together i leave and i'm like th- we could change the world here like oh, we can make when we elevate each other mm-hmm. we literally elevate everything Mm -hmm. and i don't know if men have that kind of close relationships with their friends i feel like they do they do it's just different different, but i feel like girlfriends are the greatest gift in the world if you find the right ones yeah Yeah. there are some sketches yeah yeah i've met a few of them but a good girlfriend is like Uh uh-huh it's life-changing it really is it is life-changing i also feel this might be heavy i feel like motherhood's gonna be really exciting oh like the fact that you get to i'm gonna be so sad to not drink for nine months like that's gonna be that's my biggest fear. <laughs> it's a, and it's a gi- in life. It's a giant fear. <laughs> yeah, but like 
making a human and I know. carrying it is it's like a what miracle. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's, I think about this all the time. If I see a pregnant woman, I'm like, you are the most beautiful human being I've ever seen in my life. And such a badass. Yeah. You are growing a human in your body. In your body. Yeah. And the sacrifice you are making. Yeah. I'm just like, it's, we get it's to do wild. that. We get to do that. And that is so powerful. I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's some people that just hate being pregnant. And then there's some people who are just so connected to their pregnancy. <sighs> I'm not sure which way I'm going to go because no I idea. can't tell until I get there. <laughs> I have no but idea. But my mom and my sister both love being really? pregnant. Yes. Yes. They both loved that it. That bodes well for you. Yeah. That they also didn't get morning sickness, so I'm like, please, Lord God, bless me with that, because <sighs> my biggest fear in life is throwing up. And, oh my god, and not drinking that. for nine I, months. Nine, <laughs> so I, don't give it to me twice at once. That's too much of a sacrifice. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna barf and I can't drink. Yeah, like, no. this blows. No, I can't do it. Especially also to making a human with a person you love. Oh, and then seeing them as a dad. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna barf in my mouth. I'm like that with even just seeing Jason, how he is with a dog. Other kids? I'm oh, like, a dog. or oh god, he's the best with kids. He's the best. He's like everybody's favorite uncle. Yeah. <gasps> oh, he's gonna be so. Yeah, he's so fun. Aww. But you know, it's like I, I, I just feel like that's such a cool part about being a woman. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. That's it's it just like if you get to the right spot in life and if you are surrounded by the right people, the. I always use the term empowering, and I don't want to overuse it, but because there's so many, you know, I know totally, but. To actually feel that feeling around other women and re- and notice it and realize it. Like I remember I was at this um, place. It was like she – no, not she factor. That's also a really great one. Um, unapologetically her. And it was this like room of women talking. And I was just like – there was like energy that I you know. could feel. Vibrations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was just so crazy. And she said on stage, there's just something that happens when a group of women get together who can actually like empower one another? Yeah, it's, securely. Yeah, just like securely. Yeah, it is the gr- it is the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, I also think too like it's such a tribe. Like yeah. when you have each other's back and you're like, oh, yeah. I got her back. Totally, yeah, it's, it's so amazing. I have that right now. I finally found a group of girls in Nashville where who? I'm just oh like, God. oh my god, they are incredible women. You are more than welcome to be you- part oh, of the tribe. Please welcome me in. They are. Where did you find these mystical creatures? My my Botox lady. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Do you do skin farm? No. Okay. I go to Elizabeth Smith. She is a godsend. She's a godsend. Oh, yeah. And she is all about like, she's just an uplifting human being. And she has these a few solid friends. And then I had a couple friends. And then we all joined together. And we are on a group chat. And we love each other. And we support each other. And a couple of them are going through hard times right now. And we just like rally. Oh, we rally for each other. And it's the best. That like, is so cool. I look forward. You know how group chats can be like a, like a hit or mess. You're like, oh, God, if I get one more message. This one, I'm like, I get excited. It gets me out of bed. I love a good group chat. Yeah. Throw you, some memes in there. We're Just, in a book club, too. You should join. I want to join. Okay. How often do you guys read these books? Um, Once a month. <gasps> what are you reading right now? Dark is the new. I mean, black is the new light, which is a. Never heard of it. Okay. Is it a maze? People ask me all the time to. Oh, what is that book you talk about? What is that book you talk about? We're doing it in our book club. We're called the Dirty Bookers. And um, Damn, I'm upset. and it's like all about signs from the universe and paying attention and going on your own unique path and like how you should follow your heart. It's a really great book. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Um, I have a question for you. Okay, though. please. If you had the chance to collaborate with any artist, who would it be? Casey Musgraves. Oh, she's my idol. I literally worship the ground she walks on. I do too. I feel like she is not only so beautiful mm-hmm. and her music is amazing. I just feel like she's a bad bitch. Yeah, like she, she knows what she wants. Yeah. She gets after it. Yeah. I just want to be around her. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> and she's so honest about who she is too. Yeah. I remember I saw her once like seven years ago on stage and I can't remember what sign she is. I think she's a Libra mm-hmm. or a cancer or something. And she goes, 
I'm a Libra, so you know I'm a bit of a bitch. And I was ah! like, yes. Ah, they're like, <laughs> own it. Own it. We own it and we love it. Oh, she's just flawless. Yeah, she is cool. Yeah. I really, really like her. I love her voice. It's simple. I love her lyrics. Yep. I love everything she does. Yeah. That's Superstar. Aw- that's awesome. Um, okay, so y- we talked about the fact that you have more than one song about wine. Yep. Um, so let's talk about our mutual love. Yes. Um, tell me why you decided to use Spade and Sparrows in your new music video. Oh, what a great question. So I have been, I'm a Caitlin Bristow fan. Ah! I have, I have loved you the second you really? came on the show. Cause I was like, you're me. I'm you. I love that. And the way you brought, I don't know, life, you brought life into that show. Thank you. And you just, you're just a joy bringer. And so I went to high school with a girl who works with Cleo. Oh, no way. Yeah. And I was like. If there is a chance in hell, I was driving my car and I was like, we need Spain Sparrows. We need this in our video That's because amazing. I love what you stand for. Yeah. And I was like, we just need to bridge a gap. Yeah. And then the the packaging and is sure did. And the packaging is so cute. Yeah. And it just worked out so perfectly. <gasps> oh, I love that. Yeah, huge fan. And I just and the wine's maze. Thank and I'm, you. Pr- I'm proud of you, like for starting a wine line. That's a big undertaking. Yeah, it and, took a long time. And the scrunchie, it's all that stuff is just like, go for it, girl. Thank it's you, badass. Oh, I love that. I stand. That's it's so cool because <laughs> you like, you know, we all go after that. You are going after music, killing yeah. it. I go after scrunchies and wine. <laughs> you just got to do what you're passionate. You got to do what you're passionate uh-huh. about. And it's so amazing. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that, and I appreciate it, and oh. I'm honored that it's in your. Is music it going to be out in Canada yet? We're working on it. Okay, and, and we're very close. I, is it in BC? Not yet. Yeah. Okay. It will be. Oh, yeah. It's so exciting. I am I am very close. Because I'm getting a lot of requests in the old Canada. And yeah, I'm like, I, I don't bet. think it's available yet. I know. I feel so bad because all my Canadians are like, excuse me. And I'm like, it's not It's not you. It's me. Yeah. Just the distribution <laughs> it's stuff. It's yeah. the distribution yeah. stuff. It's all just legal stuff. But we're really working on it. And I think because they've seen the, the wine doing so well that they're like, okay, we need to have it in Canada. So 100%. it's very close. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. That's so exciting. So we have to get into confessions. Okay, love it. I need to hear yours. Okay. Mine already did. It was the Chinese food after the double pasta, but I already said that on my last podcast. So. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my confession, I've thought, I've thought about this. Um, By the way, I love how you shorten so many words. I can't help it. No, it's the best. I'm going to steal it. The people say it's a Canadian thing, but I'm like, I don't know if it is. I, I shorten a lot of words. Yeah, it's just yeah. easier. Just breathe it confess. out. You know what I'm saying. It's a confession. Yeah. So we were at the CCMA's, the Canadian Country Music Awards, yeah. and I was, they asked me to be a host yeah. uh, for Sounds Like Nashville. Yeah. Oh, I did that. And it was so freaking yeah, fun. So fun. I like love that shit. Yeah. So I'm wearing this pantsuit, yeah. and my titties are taped, like Kim Kardashian style. Like, yeah, s- right taped, up there. Taped as high as yeah. possible. Yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah. Doing Uh-oh, all these interviews. No. Oh. I look at Taylor, who's here. She's a uh, marketing rep, and she goes, yeah, she waves. Hey. and I go, I think I just got my period. Oh, shit. On the red carp, carp, just titty sweating. I'm just like I am such a hot mess. Were I, you? What color was your pantsuit? It was pink. It was mm. amazing. I love mm. a power suit. Like oh, me live too. for a power suit, mom. Me too. And so then we still have to finish out these interviews. We got yep. like an hour left, and you know when you feel it, and yep. you're like, we're done here. Yep. Devastating. Yep. It always feels a lot more than it is, though. It does. But, yeah. but you're like, I'm panicking. Yep. I'm I'm hot. Throws and off your whole game. We get to the bathroom. I'm like, I got no supplies. I'm yep. literally surveying women to get a quarter. Oh no. To get a to get a pad oh no and then we had to live out the rest of the night and i was just like this is a lot of things stacking up to right. not to not boat so well yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the second i got home i was just like tape off pj's on pad no more shame off. pad off, off. step on in <laughs> here we go it was that, brutal. I, so at least it didn't come through it didn't come through thank 
the, the heavenly Lord. Well, yes, but also that would have made for a greater confession. <laughs> Could but you imagine <laughs> just like a full stain in my suit? Yeah, I've but been. The there. suit was too cute. Yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, good for you for not letting it leak through. Thank you. Yeah, that's it's that's, all the flow. Yeah, <laughs> blame the flow. That is funny though. That's I've had a couple period moments oh. where um, one time I put on white sweats oh, and no. um, I went to leave work. And I did a starfish jump to say, Caitlin is leaving the building. <laughs> and my buddy Carson was like, you have a huge period stain going down your pants. And I was like, shut up. And we laughed so hard. <gasps> it was the funny. He was like one of my gay best friends. Love. And it was just like a hilarious moment that we still talk about to this day because I was just so confident about starfishing <laughs> and saying I was leaving the building. Oh, my God. Did you yeah. feel any shame about the stain or no. you just rocked it out? Rocked it. Went home and changed? Yeah. 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 I was like, well, you know, if certain people saw that, I wouldn't be so happy about it. But because it was my best friend and we laughed, like, so, I, oh. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing. Did so you hard. know it was coming out? Absolutely not. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that. No. Didn't he, I don't know how I didn't feel that. Or maybe it had happened earlier. I don't know. But it was a moment that we will never forget. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Periods are like, it's just, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Every, I mean, I'm I'm 34. I've been getting my period since I was probably 15, 15. and I still can't figure it out. I know. I when it, can't. I'm like, I'm not prepared. When it happens, Never. I still have to go to the store to buy tampons. I'm always in a rush. I'm still the amount of pairs of this is TMI, but the amount no. of pairs of underwear I have ruined. No, I have period panties where I'm oh. like, well, they're already ruined. Might as well throw them. On Might as well throw those yeah. on. Those yeah. are also my spray tan panties. Like it's all. It's just I call them spray tanties. It's spray tanties. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, they're just like. Filled, it's just, just ruined. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm like, I still these are like, not my sexy panties. Because I still like the spray tan lines. <gasps> I love the spray tan. Yeah. So I, go, I use my spray tanties with, that are also oh my, my period panties. Oh, my God. Also, can we talk about this spray tan? Is Scent? Like, well, I love... I actually like this one. <gasps> what? I don't oh, mind it. It smells it. like dead skin. I, hate I don't it. mind it. Oh, I guess The amount of confidence... The spray, yeah. I'm like... I go from a six to an eight real quick. Real quick. Yeah. I'm like, did I just glow up? And yeah. Meads. Yeah. So much so now that I'm like, I kind of want to have one every two weeks for self-care. I do. Do you? Yeah, every two <gasps> weeks. Every two weeks, I will always have it. You will never Who do you see me. Get? Uh, but I go to freaking Suntan, Suntan City. City. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> or Anastasia. I don't know. How you Anastasia is great. Or is it Anastasia? I don't know. I don't know, but I love them. And I love her. I should know how to say that. Yeah. But she is amazing. She's amazing. Her spray tans are amazing. They're all organic, <gasps> like whatever. But the only thing is, uh, well, she comes to my house sometimes. But it's just like Suntan City is right around the corner. I know. And you yeah. can just get in there and rip it. Yeah. There's yeah. this girl, Chelsea, beautifully bronze. She comes to my she comes to my house. Mm. Oh, give me her contact. Info. I'll give you in and out in 15 minutes. Uh-uh. She's like the nicest girl, Amazing. and I feel like my tan is just popping. Oh. But I think I'm gonna up it up. I want to up it. What do you if mean? you're doing it every two weeks, I'm doing it. Every oh, I two do weeks. it every two weeks without pay. How I, long does yours last? I am really good at keeping it about 10 days. Do you shower a lot? No, me neither. <laughs> I do not. I will say, I, I will have one good shower. I will exfoliate the shit out of my too. whole body. Yes. And then I will go for the spray tan and then I won't shower. And then the next day I lather and lotion. So much And then lotion. I'll try and do like another day and then I'll shower and then again, so, so much, much lotion. lotion. Yeah. Yeah. So much lotion. I'm so passionate about a good spray tan. I cannot believe it. And when I yeah. finally admitted it to myself, I was like... This is actually bringing me self-confidence. It's yeah. like having your eyebrows done. Totally. So now I, I hate it. I hate when people chirp me for Botox. I'm like, you better <gasps> not have your hair colored. You better not wear makeup. Oh. You better be like all your hair on your body is growing because that's just part of my self-care routine. It does 100%. not have to work for you. It works for me. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
I'm I'm like I'm like two weeks away from getting the Botox. I need it. I oh. want it. I can't I can't live without it. Go to my girl Elizabeth. Okay, I'm gonna get her contact. And she is just opening up a new spot soon too. And she's just the best person. You'll <sighs> you'll love her. You'll oh. absolutely love her. Yeah, Botox is is king. It all yeah. is. Whatever makes you happy, totally. just freaking do it. Oh. Okay, well, on that note, let's play your favorite thing. <gasps> okay, what's this game? I'm um, excited. You just tell me your favorite thing of the things I ask, and um, and then we'll wrap it up because I got a massage at one thirty. Hell yeah, girl! <laughs> you go get her done. <laughs> what a life. Okay, your favorite album of all time? Oh, Mine's man. Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette. That's a great album. I gotta say, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So good. Top to bottom. I love the um. What's her one song? Um, Born in a hurry, always late. Haven't been early since '88. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, favorite concert you've ever played? Favorite concert I've ever played. Ooh. I got to play um, an Edmonton Eskimos CFL <laughs> halftime show. Yes. And it, there was so many people there. And That's I was like, so cool. I love a stadium. Yeah. <laughs> it was I dope. feel that. Was I dope. feel that. Okay. Favorite song to perform live? Favorite song to perform live? Good, good time being a woman. Okay. Pumps me right up. Favorite city you've ever visited? <gasps> Ireland. Mm, me or, too. Yeah. I love Ireland. Is Ireland a country? What city? Well, doesn't matter. The whole thing. Dublin. I stand. I live. Sure. Me too. I Just, love Yeah, Ireland. I love Ireland. Favorite person to write music with? A favorite person to write music with? Probably this guy named Jim McCormick. Okay. He's like... I think he's like 50. He has the best attitude in the entire I world. And he's just a genius. And we just, we love each other. That's I awesome. cried in front of him the other day. Look at perfect. <laughs> yeah, That's him. when you know you're getting, you're with a good We're, person. Yeah, I yeah. love him. Favorite Nashville spot? Favorite Nashville spot to eat? Yeah. Oh, Inglewood Lounge. Have you been yet? Oh my God, no. It's in Inglewood right by my house in okay. like East Nashville. It is Inglewood like a Lounge. California dive bar. Stop. It is. I'm writing this down. You need to go. It's so hip and cool. It's still unfound. Like people don't know about it yet. Uh-oh. They have amazing food. Inglewood what? Inglewood Lounge. Lounge. It's like this pink. Ooh, this is exciting. It's really cute. You got to go. Okay. I literally go. I, it's like my stumble home place. It's like I'll go everywhere else and then one one nightcap glass of wine yep. and then home. God, you or me. <laughs> uh, favorite drink other than wine? <sighs> Teal soda. Me too. Shut up. Yeah, Casamico soda with lime. I, it's amazing. Yeah. It's oh, such an upper. It is. And I don't get hungover. I don't get hungover either. Oh, my God. Wine screws me, though. <laughs> yeah. If I drink too much wine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Headache is there. But tequila yeah. sodas all night. Yeah. Uh, favorite way to spend a day off? Uh, probably hanging with Kyle. Oh. Just doing yeah. whatever. How often do you guys get to see each other? Pretty often. Like once every couple weeks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. God. And you know what? You kind of got to embrace the long distance while you've got it because you get yeah. to miss each other. And it's so romantic. And then you do like the best things when you're together. I know. And eventually Eat you whatever will you be want. together. I yeah. Know. Exactly. Okay. Well, long walks. I just live for you. <laughs> I live for you. <laughs> I'm so glad we met. <laughs> I'm so glad Spade and Sparrows is in your video. Oh. I'm so glad we're now friends. Like it or not. I'm coming into your book club. <laughs> yeah. I, you're part yeah. of the dirty bookers. <laughs> part of the dirty bookers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love it. Are you here often or are you gone a lot um i'm here pretty often okay yeah okay great well Let's why don't we out. just have like a wine night and maybe like we just start writing and then all of a sudden we have a, a song together oh my god wouldn't that be amazing? yeah we'll release a collab ah! <laughs> i love it and it'll every every lyric will just be a shortened word <laughs> not even english at this point no, it's just we, nobody even knows or gets it but we do <laughs> but we do because it's just it breathes <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh my god, I love this. Thank you so much Thank for being on the so podcast. Much. So fun. This is the best. Now we get to go like just what are you doing the rest of the day? I don't know. I'm probably gonna work out. Oh, the days. But maybe I'm like already feeling a little tip, so I might just like carry my buzz on. Yeah. I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm going on a cleanse. <laughs> now I'm like, hi. I called. I called September sober September, and two days in, I was blackout. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm like, should I do sober October? It's a. It's nice in theory. Never gonna happen. Yeah, no, never, never. But I like where your head's at. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you. And where can everybody find you and your music? Uh, EmilyReed.com. Yeah. Instagram.com/slash Emily Reed Music. Okay. Just 
pop it in the Google. And you got to watch the video. You have to watch the video. YouTube, Wine, well, Emily Reed. You have to watch it. I, t- I tried to get everybody to go on Spade and Sparrows to watch it. But when we do this, when I promote this podcast, I'm going to do another swipe up to watch the video. Oh, please. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yes. Okay, well, good luck to you with everything. Thank you, Caitlin. You're the best. I, I can tell your energy and everything that you just like stand for. You're going to do big things. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, absolutely. And you're Canadian. So. <laughs> <laughs> All the way, girl. I love it. And good job, Ramen. For get- Look at yeah. you, little angel. He has never, there has never been a more perfect dog. Uh, well, you wouldn't say that last podcast. <laughs> Look at him. He's just happy. He's a little angel. He is an angel. We'll do a picture with him now. Yeah, okay. please. Okay, bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm Caitlin Brissell. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> For listening to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini every Thursday and check out new full length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's down with OTV? Sponsors for this week's Grape Therapy are Privé Revo. Visit Privé Revo and use promo code off the Vine 15 and Haverdash. Head over to Haverdash.com and sign up today.